0: The Commentary Booth is a show for media lovers, by media lovers, just like you. If you want to support the show, go to jamieappsmedia.com. Welcome to The Commentary Booth, the ultimate weekly entertainment recap and review show. My name is Jamie Apps, and each week I'll be joined by a rotating cast of co-hosts to run you through the entertainment media we've consumed during the week. Along the way, we'll provide you with insightful commentary and reviews. This week, I'm joined by a freelance social commentator who lists their favorite movie as American Psycho and favorite TV show as Peaky Blinders. Welcome back to the show, Blake Robinson.
1: Hello, world. Happy to be back.
0: How's everything over there? Been watching um, lots of tennis, I assume.
1: Bro, lots of tennis. Pretty pumped for the uh the final tonight, the men's final. Watched the women's final last night. Bit disappointed though. I had um a little bit of a wager on Ash Barty pre tournament to win it. So I um, mean she got done real dirty. Can't say I'm too happy about that.
0: Yeah, that was a that was a bad way to go out.
1: Yeah, it's very salty, very salty. But um, yeah, look, just wanted Saka to win. Which she did. So Yep. That was a good Good compromise, good compromise. At least no Americans won. Sorry to all the Americans listening. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: this Who's in the men's one? I haven't even like
1: paid that much attention. Um, yeah, Djokovic and Mendevev. It's going to be a cracker, bro. Absolute cracker. Yeah, Kane. Okay.
0: Probably have to lean Joker on that one, though,
1: slightly. Yeah, I know. He's just a freak. And he's even though he's a little bit injured, but yeah, he's just a masterclass. Hates, absolutely hates the hardcore. So he's just gonna he's gonna I don't know, which Should be good. Everyone everyone loves to hate him. I, I don't mind him, bro. I don't mind the it
0: Yeah, I think just because of like the way he acts as like I'm the voice of tennis type thing. I think that just gets people nose out of joint.
1: He's always been a little bit arrogant, but I don't know. It needs it. It's tennis is an individual sport. You need you need a voice. You need a bit of flair. Can't be perfect. <laughs> I think Federer's given us the too good of an idea of a role model for too long. Which I am he's one of my favourite athletes of all time, disclaimer. Yeah, I
0: love But yeah, he was one of those like perfect it's clean skin
1: Yeah. I don't know, I can get about on Rich hate Andy Murray, if we're gonna talk about hating tennis players. <laughs> <laughs> Story for another day, I guess. Anyway, been watching been watching plenty of mad. Yep. Just there's been heaps coming out. It's just good. It's just prime time.
0: Oh, there's so much stuff coming out now which is good. Like we had that we had that period last year where nothing came out and now they've started to
1: No one knew what not what to do. Yeah. How to go about releasing stuff. Now we've got a bit of normality about it. Like people are like, all right, straight to streaming, that'll do. It's getting numbers.
0: Yeah, exactly. People have worked out that uh, yeah, obviously we're not gonna make the crazy amounts of money that we made. By going to cinemas but we can now at least put some stuff out that probably wouldn't have even got audiences had it not been for the way that they were released
1: yeah for sure um i think it's better it's definitely permanently set the stage for what's to come
0: mm, yeah I'd, i think it's definitely going to change the way movies are released like even if it just shortens that window between in cinema release and then at home pay 10 bucks and download it and then another yeah. couple of weeks after that, it's on Netflix or whatever. Who cares?
1: It's be a quick Google search, but i am be intrigued on um, streaming service subscription numbers, like a bit of a chart, a graph. <laughs> Surely just absolute skyrocket central.
0: Oh, I would not doubt that at all.
1: It'd be, bonk- It'd be bonkers. Hey, speaking of cinemas, I was going to ask if you've been recently, but then I just remembered. This, there's a new Denzel Washington movie, out, The Little Things? Yep. I didn't even know. One of my mates brought to my attention what is going on there why is it not on my streaming services it looks sick too it's got Jared Leto in it um, Rami Malek looks good
0: yeah I was m- meant to go and see it I was meant to go and see it like last week or the week before but obviously work and working the, the magazine refresh just took up all my time so I had to hand that one off
1: so I'm almost dirty that movies are getting released in cinemas now it's the tables the turn
0: yeah, I've been seeing mixed reviews for it though.
1: Oh, true, true. Yeah, some
0: people like absolutely love it. Others are like, no, eh, that was a dud.
1: Yeah, well, nine times out of ten, if most, some people absolutely love it and hate it, then i will probably love it. Yeah, you are a,
0: you are a bit different like that.
1: <laughs> Bro, Denzel and Jared Leto sign me up.
0: Yeah, Jared Leto is a crazy serial killer. Like, the best casting ever.
1: There's got to be more of it. Him and Justin Timberlake, I reckon they have upset precedence and there needs to be more singers turned actors who else is there there's be heaps i'm just not thinking of any right now <laughs> um mm,
0: i think they're probably the main ones
1: ice cube obviously yeah he's good
0: yeah ice ice cube is good ice cube is pretty
1: good i i love to hate an ice cube movie but he's a good actor i'm him that svu he's perfect slim Shaddy, slim shady hello anyone he's a good actor
0: have you been watching any sort of new stuff
1: yeah, heaps, man. Where are we gonna start? News of the World, maybe? Russell Crowe, Tom Hanks. Oh my god, did I say Russell Crowe? Yeah. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. So what an idiot.
0: News of the World, the new one, starring. It's a, it's a strange one. West Western drama starring Tom Hanks, and Helena Zengel, who is apparently this was her English language debut.
1: English language debut. So I looked her up. I was like. Because I was, I had suspicions it was a boy for quite a while watching the movie. I was like, this looks like a little boy that's playing the role of like a girl. Yep. But um, did very well. German?
0: Yeah, so apparently a German actress and this was her first English movie. And when she was cast, I think she said that the only Tom Hanks movie she'd ever seen was maybe parts of Da Vinci Code. Never like a full movie.
1: Not even Cast Away or... For us, going mm. yeah, crazy. Trust, trust, trust a little German girl to watch a little bit of Da Vinci Code, though. So no, no hate there. Yeah, I won't judge. Um, I was, I was, man, I was distracting me the whole time trying to think of a movie that it reminded me of, and I think I've come to the conclusion of Holes. Do you remember the movie Holes?
0: Oh, the Shia La, La one.
1: Yeah, had long, yeah, had had young Shia La in it. I couldn't think of it. is this just the whole, basically, the whole movie is out in the desert, wild, wild west. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just I I'm was just like, this is Big Holes vibes. They're like carrying the carts around, horse and cart. Yep. It's very good, bro. I never knew about it until I seen it on page. I actually looked past it a few times. So I was like, yeah, whatever. But very glad I watched it. Yeah, I'm
0: trying to think when the first time I saw it was. It wasn't long before it came out. And yeah, I think I saw.
1: It just popped up. I
0: think I saw like a short, like a 30 second trailer or something. It was on Instagram or something. I was like, oh, yep. new Tom Hanks movie coming to Netflix. Yes, please.
1: He can't do anything wrong, can he? I'm struggling to think of a bad movie, like, even like half bad.
0: Mm, yeah, no, he's incredible.
1: Another very underappreciated Tom Hanks movie was um Sully. Oh, so good. Bro, why didn't that not get traction? I didn't watch it for a long time, probably because it didn't gain. It was well, one of those very patriotic ones, I guess, like Americans love a 9-11 movie or something like that, but that was sort of on that. Yeah,
0: point. and I think, yeah outside of the us the hudson wasn't a big thing
1: no it wasn't was it
0: it was big for like a day or two and then it just died off real quick
1: good performance that is surely awards but um what are we what are we thinking about uh news to the world uh
0: i really enjoyed it so it's just gonna do a quick summary it's a it's based on a 2016 novel which was surprising right? is it? that's not a very old novel to be making into a movie
1: it's a cool storyline. You I can mean, see why they've gone and made a movie out of it quickly.
0: Yeah, follows a Civil War veteran played by Tom Hanks who his new job is to ride around to all the, the western frontier towns with a whole bunch of newspapers, and then he gets there and reads the news for a, a couple of pennies here and there with people.
1: Pre-Facebook news. Oh, God, Facebook
0: news. Don't even get me started.
1: Remember the olden days when there's been news on Facebook, but this is like olden olden days, like pre Facebook news. So it's a while ago.
0: Yeah, yeah, and like some of the stories that he chooses to read, it is so funny.
1: Yeah, no, he tells it like a story. That's almost like he, tell, he reads the news like it's a interesting story. Yep. See, I thought the one of the first, because I think one of the, in that one of the opening it makes it
0: into a performance as yeah, well.
1: Yeah, one of the opening scenes was he was telling a story about like a virus that was killing all these people. I was like, hang on, is this a, like a a, like a COVID sort of spec movie, yeah. So they've done that well, I think. <laughs> the, the the open opening news story he reads out is like his deadly virus capturing all the wild west towns.
0: Yeah, and then yeah, so he along the way runs into this like looks like a, a wagon that's been ambushed, and he finds this little young young girl there
1: from an Indian tribe.
0: Yeah, so she's like this little German girl who's been taken by. The Native American Indians, and then he tries to take her to the the Civil War army and he's like, hey, can you like take this girl back to her relatives? And they're like, nah, you do it.
1: Well, they uh they massacred the family essentially. Well, that's not a, that's not a spoiler. That's pretty out in the open. So she doesn't really have a family to go to.
0: Yeah, she's literally got an auntie and an uncle, and then so Tom gets stuck with the job of. Right, I'm going to ride across half of Texas to take this little girl back, and they run into bandits and terrible people along the way. And it's very slow, but like the whole time, you're like, how are these, how is this going to get through? Because they, they put enough in there where it's like, there's enough small hurdles where it's, it doesn't seem unrealistic that they're overcoming them.
1: It was slow. Hey, if you just want to watch a movie in the background, probably don't watch it. But at the same time, it's not boring. Like it's, it was good not really good
0: <laughs> yeah yeah like zengel's performance is awesome tom hanks is awesome yep yeah they like i said they put enough hurdles in their way where it it seems like an incredibly difficult task but none of those hurdles are ridiculously difficult to get over like the three bandits uh, seem hard and that's about as difficult as it gets
1: yeah, um, very basic movie, very basic storyline, but same time very interesting, very good too. I was very impressed.
0: The one part I didn't like was at the very end with the uh, the big sandstorm.
1: Yeah, that was weird. And then all of a sudden, all them Indians just appear.
0: Yeah, I was like, is this a, like that's where it, it twisted a bit, and was like, is this like some weird supernatural bit? But I don't know. Apart from that, awesome.
1: Then everything seemed a bit rushed towards the end, didn't it? When they the girl sort of got turned over, then he sort of took the girl back, and that was sort of it so it's sort of sped up yeah anyway no hey it was very good very good
0: yeah highly recommend checking that one out and i've noticed yeah over on netflix there's a there's a few movies popping now which is awesome
1: there's a bit though there's a bit spoiled spoiler at the moment yeah like
0: i know there's there's like a couple more that i want to watch there's a new australian movie uh, i think it's called 2067 so there's another one called red dot which apparently looks is looks pretty cool as well so I think I'm set for my next few episodes of, hey, I'm going to just watch movies. Like, there's plenty around.
1: But have you caught The Dig on Netflix?
0: No. I keep looking at them and like, that looks interesting, but I haven't actually ever clicked on it.
1: You're wasting time if you're watching other stuff other than The Dig. Oh, that good. Could... it's <laughs> very good. I, I didn't know anything about it. But um, yeah, after I, after I watched it, I watched a few documentaries and that. So um it's um set in britain and um uh, basically these this couple wartime these couple buys this property and there's these big suspicious like dirt mounds which turn out to be grave sites where they think it was like viking burials Ooh. and so they um they hire this guy he's like an excavator he, is it ralph um finesse finesse i know i recognize him
0: uh fiends or something i don't know i don't He's got one of those weird names. Where you like, how do I say that?
1: You know, you know who it is, but you don't know the name. Like you'd recognise him. You've seen um Grand Portables Hotel. That's where I know him from. But so he's this digger, like an excavator. So they um they hire him. The family hires him to dig up these graves, and they uh, ends up being Anglo-Saxon time, so pre-Vikings, and uh, it's very interesting. Very interesting. Um, so it's very very historical. It was actually so it's based on true story from like 1939, and the excavation of they call it Sutton Hoo. So they buried they buried this king inside his ship um, in these fields very interesting it's very um, nerdy for like British history <laughs> it was it's very good very good film wholesome again
0: I do love a good like based on a true story movie
1: yeah I don't, um who else has got any um uh, Carrie Mulligan yeah that's her she's um she plays Daisy in great Gatsby on we I Caprio? She's the blonde girl?
0: Yeah, she's in um, Promising Young Woman that I've watched recently as well.
1: Yeah. Pride and Prejudice, she's probably known best for. But yeah, she's in it. Yeah, very good film. I highly recommend. Doesn't go forever or two from memory, but yeah, wholesome. Couple of little um, other little love stories entwined in it. Bit of war, heartbreak. It's got everything. I like it. I really enjoyed it.
0: Nice. That's yeah. Okay, you've convinced me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna click play on it this time. Next time I'm on Netflix, I'm gonna actually hit play on it for a change.
1: Perfect Sunday Argo film Like
0: I've I've skipped over it so many times.
1: No, I don't know. I didn't even. i wrote already seen it. And I was like, yeah, what's this? This would do. Yeah,
0: I'll watch it next weekend. I think Lauren's probably sick of me watching crazy movies at the moment. So
1: <laughs> wrestling.
0: No, uh, I try not to watch that on the weekend for we watch, but we've watched crazy movies like another one that we want to chat, chat about. Uh, wrong turn, twenty twenty one.
1: Yeah, look. Um, oh my goodness! I don't, know, I don't know. I don't know what to think of that. I just literally kept taking wrong turns as far as the plot goes.
0: A hundred percent.
1: Like it started off like a zombie, very high quality, like sort of thriller. Um, but then it just started getting real weird. Then they brought in those, like, the, tri- the tribesmen up in the hills, and I was like, this is just getting out of hand. Mm-hmm. Like, it's sci-fi, without it being sci-fi. It's sort of, I don't know, it's got a bit, yeah, it got a bit excessive, like, when I say excessive, like Final Destination excessive, would that be a good way to put it?
0: Yeah, some of the some of the murders got a bit r-
1: ridiculous. Like, a bit humorous.
0: Like, I went into it and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember the wrong turn, like the original. It looks sick. Like, okay, I'm... I'm going to watch this and they would, when I got all the the info emailed, it was like, oh, that's a reboot and the seventh installment. So in my head, I'm like, okay, it's just going to be essentially the same plot as the original, but they're going to refresh it and revamp it. So like people have mobile phones and whatever, Mm. but they don't. (laughs) It's a totally different story. It's literally just like.
1: It was mental. eh? It was mental.
0: The original wrong turn series ends here. We're starting again, but we're keeping the name. Like just give it a different name.
1: Almost like Halloween, like just drop Halloween and just call it something else. Like yeah, Mike Myers is in it, but is it Halloween? Yep. <laughs> like I'm not, not the new one's good, but there was a few in there that probably shouldn't have been Halloweens. Yeah.
0: So I think like the only thing that makes this a wrong turn movie is it follows six friends. They go out for a random hike in the bush, this time on the Appalachian Trail, and then they just begin getting hunted down by these tribes people known as, in this one they're known as the Foundation, and they, they're a, a self-sufficient community who've obviously lived in this mountain range for hundreds of years. They hate any outsiders.
1: Doomsday preppers? You could call them doomsday preppers before doomsday preppers was the thing. 100%. Like pre 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 civil war doomsday preppers, so they sort of saw the civil war as the end of America, and they were gonna do things in their own way. That's what it was from, wasn't it? Civil war.
0: Yeah, so they're doomsday prepper conspiracy theorists.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was um, it's different. It's weird. Too many. They didn't follow. Like, I don't know. I thought it was gonna be like a pretty solid thriller. Yeah. It cheesy very cheesy
0: (laughs) yeah it didn't explain enough of like how that that foundation came to be yeah they just sort of appear how they managed to survive up there for so long without like people being like screw this you keep killing anyone that comes into the mountains
1: they could have extended it made it like a mini series with 30 minute episodes i think so you get more of an idea for what's going on
0: made the town in on it type thing like yeah that's what i was hoping for it gets to that point where you at the start you think the town's in on it and then about two thirds of the way in, it switches, and they're like, Oh, yeah, we know they're up there. We just don't go up there. It's like,
1: Yeah, it was what? like, Why didn't you start from the start? Like, warn people. They gave the impression that everyone was in on it, but then all of a sudden, Oh, no, we just know about it. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like,
0: warn me. Tell me not to go up there. Like, the biggest warning they give you is don't go off the path.
1: And if you're not, if you're going to watch it, stick around for the closing credits because I nearly turned it off, but I had a feeling there was something going to happen.
0: Yeah, you got to watch the no, credits to the
1: end. Did you turn off or did you watch it? Yeah, yeah I was um, lucky I kept going. But yeah, um, it's a different one. If you do watch oh, it, well, it wasn't horrible. It was entertaining. Yeah, it's
0: entertaining, but yeah,
1: like... <laughs> Just uh, a bit different, took a different turn, if you will, <laughs> to what I thought it was going to be.
0: Yeah, and if you remember the first wrong turn, like the original, it was all about, like, inbred cannibals. It was super gory, whereas this one... Yep. Has gore elements, but not as much, and it's got much more of a, much more like of a political message as well about like society and
1: yeah, definitely what definitely
0: what like makes you valuable.
1: Yep. I enjoyed it until the until the, until the tribes people come into it. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that. Yeah. So it could have been heaps better if it was actually the people from the town hunting. Well, I guess that's a spoiler, but live with it.
0: <laughs> if the town was more involved, I think it would have had a more yeah.
1: impact at the end. But
0: yeah, not not terrible, but not amazing.
1: Yeah, not terrible. Glad I oh, glad I've seen it. Trailer was promising, but
0: yeah, maybe, maybe just wait for a streaming for that one. Don't pay the rental fee. Um, and then on to I'm thinking slightly more positive with this one, but I am mixed about it as well. You were saying some documentaries.
1: Um, yeah, the, um, the crime
0: scene,
1: mm-hmm. the, yeah, the, the Cecil Hotel in LA, that was actually pretty good. It gave me, it was a lot like, um, Don't F with Cats, if anyone watched that, I was just the whole time I was thinking about that. So like the social justice warriors taking, um, detective matters into their own hands essentially and doing, um, online investigations to try and solve the crime themselves in a Facebook group.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all about the, the YouTube detective type things.
1: Conspiracy video, yeah, like, everyone's watched the video about what happened, the disappearance, and they're like, well, the, the police aren't doing anything about it. they're not very, very public about it, so we're going to take matters into our own hands and try to solve it. Yeah. It was interesting. Four, four, four parts, well, like, four 50-minute episodes. Very good.
0: Yeah, like, it was good, but it also...
1: Probably not... They've, they've definitely made it more interesting what it was, though. They've dragged it out and made, like, a big thing out of it, like a, a series out of it, whatever. It, it probably didn't deserve it
0: exactly what i was thinking like
1: yeah it didn't really deserve the effort they put into it which they put a lot of effort and like into the what would you call it the recreating of scenes and whatnot but they put it together they put it together very well let's just say that to make it interesting when it really the, the end result and the whole situation itself isn't really that fascinating
0: exactly that the last episode is like oh that that's all
1: yeah I was heaps interested in it when I probably wouldn't have been if I was seen it on the news. I would have just like changed the channel, I guess. <laughs> like, but like, yeah, that's cool. like no sh. Like, someone went missing.
0: Yeah, because like those first two episodes make it look like Elisa Lamb, who's the the main sort of topic of it.
1: I was trying to think of. I can't remember it happening. So that's, I mean, I did make international news, obviously. I, I would have remembered it.
0: Yeah, so she disappeared in 2013, I think it
1: was. So it's not that long ago. I would have remembered it.
0: Yeah, so she disappears, and then there's all these weird, like, security vo- footage and things like that. And they, those first two episodes, make it f- seem like there's some weird supernatural or sinister thing at play. And then, the more that they start to talk to the actual detectives that know exactly what bloody happened, it's like, oh, no, it's not so sinister. Like, yes, it's still an unsolved crime as mm. if anyone else was involved, but they're pretty sure she just.
1: They fed you unnecessary, well, made-up conspiracies, basically. hmm
0: Yeah, those those first two episodes are all about the conspiracies, and then the last two episodes are all about... No, here's the actual facts. This is what happened. It's a sad story.
1: I reckon they did Skid Row pretty dirty. <laughs> they dragged Skid Row for the mud, I reckon.
0: Bro, Skid Row is sketchy.
1: I know, but they did not need to do Skid Row like that.
0: Yeah, they made it sound a lot worse than it is, but when I was in LA in when was I there, like 2018 or something? So only like five years after this apparently all happened.
1: It's third world poverty. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. You mentioned you had
0: something. I stayed at a hotel that's like a kilometre away from the Cecil Hotel.
1: I was thinking you were going to say you stayed at the Cecil, but I was like, no, nah, because it shut in, what, it's like 2017?
0: Yeah. So I stayed in this hotel that was, it was very nice for downtown LA.
1: Downtown's sketchy, bro. Oh, very.
0: So I'm like... One, one morning I was like, right, I'm going to go, go for a walk. Went down to like IHOP for breakfast, went back to my hotel, got got <laughs> changed and whatever. And I was like, right, I'm just going to walk around town and just have a look at like, I wanted to go down to like the farmer's market and stuff and just have a look yeah. and just get coffee and whatever. Cause I had time to kill during the morning walking around, um, turned like one random corner. Cause I was trying to find the the last bookstore that Elisa went to as the last place that she ever went to. Oh Yeah great to see that on a documentary about someone dying and you're like i went there great yeah (laughs) so i'm like walking around trying to find this bookstore turn this one corner being like oh it must be down here turn a corner and just skid row i was like "Mm, maybe not going down this way
1: yeah they don't care about you down there though
0: (laughs) i was like i'm gonna turn around i'm going back this way and then that's when i found the bookstore and Dude, the last, if you're ever in LA and in downtown LA with Time to Kill, go to the last bookstore.
1: Yeah.
0: It's the coolest bookstore I've ever been to. It's like three or four levels and massive. So many books, like ridiculous amounts of books. All of these like winding passages and stuff. There's like shelves with holes in them so you can like take photos through the books and everything. Like it's the coolest bookstore I've ever been to.
1: Big uh, Diagon Alley vibes very yeah like
0: <laughs> just that many books you like i could easily get lost in this place
1: but at the same time don't go wandering around downtown LA if you don't really know where you're going <laughs> yeah top tip <laughs> it's a it's a problem don't spend too much time in downtown unless you go to state center
0: <laughs> yeah like now looking back on it the two times i've been to LA i wandered around downtown probably not the smartest idea like the, f- the first time i went to LA i stayed in hollywood like just off
1: hollywood boulevard see hollywood's not much better itself than downtown.
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think the way you get away with it in hollywood though is there's that many people and that many cameras and stuff if anything happens people are going to find out (laughs) whereas downtown la is just like you could be wandering around there and see no one for ages so yeah like the first time i went there i went i caught it i caught the subway also terrible idea in la
1: bro i've never caught railway in la
0: (laughs) Caught it from Hollywood down to the downtown LA station to go to Staples. Yeah. That subway is disgusting and sketchy as. Don't recommend doing that.
1: I, um, it's probably the last thing I'd think of doing in LA. That or the bus.
0: I've done the bus as well. The bus in from Hollywood to... Um, you have no fear. To Beverly Hills, but I was on a tour group with that one, so that one wasn't terrible. Yeah, nah, But yeah, The subway from Hollywood to downtown, sketchy. And then you get out on downtown st- station, and you're like, "Ooh, there's people living down here. This is gross."
1: See, I've caught, I've caught subway from like Manhattan to Brooklyn and around the traps there, and it's just, I felt safe. it's weird, even though there were sketchy people around. It's like Brooklyn wasn't the safest, but I don't know. It just felt normal. The normal thing to do. There's a lot of, well class, middle class, and upper class like multi million dollar Wall Street types just catching the subway like it's just the thing to do
0: i think that's the biggest difference like new york everyone catches it la everyone drives
1: yeah exactly so like subway in new york it's just that's what you do
0: yeah whereas the subway in la the only people that catch it are the homeless and the really poor so i caught it because i was a poor ass student so caught it down down to staples got out that's sketchy right Caught it back
1: what did you go to at Staples? Did you did you go to a game of any description or just go check? It out?
0: I went to SummerSlam.
1: Oh, was that at Staples? Huge. Yeah, they they used
0: that? to run their their summer SummerSlam show at Staples every year. Yeah, it's hectic. so I managed to sort of book the flights and the hotel and everything around it without like having the tickets. And then once the tickets went on sale, I just got whatever tickets I could get.
1: Yeah, laughing. Yeah, that's sweet. I didn't realize that was it.
0: My most recent one, I, was, I stayed in downtown LA because I was at the Globe Theatre three nights in a row. Yeah. So it was easier just to stay right around the corner from it and just walk there.
1: Was that where the wrestling was, Globe? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Interesting. Wooden foot be there.
0: Yeah, so that was fun. Just did that. But yeah, if you're wandering around LA, maybe either have Google Maps or just don't. Don't want it. <laughs> but. In terms of The Vanishing, I recommend watching it, but don't get wrapped up in those first two episodes because you'll be very disappointed with the ending.
1: Yeah, no, nah, it was um, – they made something out of nothing, but it was a good something. I enjoyed it. It was good. Keep, keep them coming, I reckon. Just <laughs> find mediocre crimes and make conspiracies out of them, please. I enjoy it.
0: I'm sure there's plenty of those, like...
1: Oh, bro, there'd be so many out there. Under, we need some Australian ones.
0: And I'm sure there's plenty of those, like, internet sleuths where, like, they've actually managed to to solve the crime because of the internet.
1: You just remind me, the head internet sleuth. It was, like, that one that was, like, overly compassionate. It was... It made so uncomfortable to watch. It was, like, almost creepy.
0: Oh, the bloke that was, like... In love with her creepily.
1: Yeah, bro, his expression was just like worried and concerned the whole time, and,
0: and like he was family. Like, what are you doing?
1: We, we love you. We love you at least. Like, you never met him, bro. It was it was weird, man. I was like, yeah, internet slew. That's one way of putting it.
0: <laughs> internet stalker creeper.
1: Yeah, I was just I was just thinking of when I said we should do, another, there should be some Australian ones. Um, Link Cafe C, sure, Surely some conspiracies about that. That needs that could be a four part mini series.
0: Yeah, um, that little boy that went missing. I'm sure there's plenty of like internet sleuths trying to solve that. William Tyrrell. Yep.
1: Yeah, that's sus, bro. Oh well, we got the Madeleine McCann one. Look how interesting that was. There's got to be conspiracies around William Tyrrell. There's the exact same thing. 100 percent, hundred percent. Who do we talk to? <laughs> let's, let's propose this William Tyrrell Netflix I
0: don't know we'll have to talk to Leah she's all on the the true crime stuff she'd, she'd be up on
1: mm-hmm jeez we need to get around that yeah I, I've watched that for sure I've always I've watched heaps of other random stuff too Um, <laughs> you know me I'm a sucker for something I've watched 10 times I'll go watch it again but um, no I've watched um, for the first time believe it or not The Imitation Game with <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch
0: is that the um, the war one where they're, like, trying to break the code? The Enigma machine or something?
1: Yeah. So, I watched, I watched a few World War II movies. I watched that. And Midway, remember Midway? I remember fantasizing over the, the trailer when it came out for ages. It's like a different perspective of Pearl Harbor. So, it's about, like, the Pearl Harbor attacks, but it focuses more on how they didn't know the attack was coming. Oh, okay. So Pearl Harbor, the movie Pearl Harbor focuses on ground zero Pearl Harbor, like what happens on the, on the ground. Yeah, and just life in Pearl Harbor where this is like more on the attacks itself and doesn't really it, it shows the like they recreate the attacks but then it focuses on more afterwards and but the intelligence side of things like how do you know about this is very it's very good, very good movie. Very well made, good um graphics and CGI. I watched that and what else? I watched another war movie. Jeez, I love to remember what it was. <laughs> Another World War II movie. <laughs> but yeah, I was just watching a few of those.
0: Another old one
1: that you'd already seen.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh no. Um. 19, I finally watched 1917. Can you believe it? Oh, that? bro. What am I? What was I waiting on? <laughs> He's kidding
0: me? How good. Oh How my How good is it?
1: God, bro. Um. Yeah, because I was obviously aware of the one, sh- like one take, one camera shot. So I was like focusing on that the whole time. Do you reckon you would have noticed it otherwise if you weren't aware of it? Because I was heavily focused on waiting for something to like a different scene. It was super impressive.
0: Yeah, I think if I hadn't known about it going in, I probably wouldn't have f- focused on it. But knowing that when I knew that's how it was shot, I like was specifically trying to stupidly trying to spot the cuts.
1: I watched a couple of mini docos on YouTube about like the filming of it and I was just oh, so impressed. Oh, they put so much effort into it. Like there was a couple of scenes where they had to get like the lighting right for where he was gonna be running at a certain point. So they had like big floodlights and oh it was a lot of planning gone into it. And they had to make sure they ran at a certain pace to like make sure he was going to end up at the location by the time it stopped filming that oh, a lot put into it. It's just mind boggling how they did it and it'd come out perfect.
0: Oh yeah. Way, way more effort than just shooting in the regular way.
1: And it, of course it was um based on the director's, um, his plot. The stories he, like his grandparents told from the wall. Yeah. So it was like very meaningful movie. Yeah. bro, right, I'll Why didn't I watch it sooner? They were doing sick in cinemas. It was
0: incredible in the cinema, yeah. Yeah, I got to see it early in the cinema. It was awesome. Like, as soon as I got the invite for that, I was like, I'm in. I'm not missing this one.
1: Another one I can't believe I haven't seen is Dunkirk. That's next. I don't know why I haven't watched it.
0: 1917 is a better movie, but Dunkirk is good. Do you have a surround sound system?
1: Yeah. So is Dunkirk good for that?
0: So is 1917. Like, 1917, you need the
1: big sound and the immersive sound. I was proper impressed. <laughs> yeah, I was like this is sick. I was actually a bit angry at myself that it took me so long. Yeah,
0: after you watch it, like, why did I wait so long for this?
1: Yeah, I was, I was a little bit upset. I was frustrated. <laughs> I don't know, but that's like I said, I'll go, I'll go watch American Psycho for the hundred twentieth time instead of watching 1970s. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: um, and we've been watching Servant. Yeah, don't spoil the most recent episode. I've caught up, but I haven't seen the most recent one.
1: I only watched it late last night too, I forgot to watch it on Friday.
0: Yes, I've seen right up until, what's it called? Espresso or something, I think the latest one's called?
1: Yeah, Espresso, Espresso. Um, It's very slow going. It is a very slow season
0: compared to last season.
1: It's probably only the last three episodes they've been cliffhangers, like they've shown you something at the end, they're like, oh, I need to watch the next one. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. It's going to, it's going to, it's, oh, let me tell you, it's the last two episodes It's starting to heat up.
0: Okay, yep.
1: I just don't know how long it's going to go for. I don't want it to slowly, slowly rise and get to like a peak then just be one episode and that's it. I want it to sort of keep going.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Jeez, it's slow going. slow going, but I'm, I'm hanging on. we up to seven, six. I just watched six last night. Does it say how many's out? Does it say how many's coming? Sorry.
0: Uh, it just says there's episode seven coming on Friday, but I think they're usually like 10, aren't they? I think the first season was 10.
1: You'd have to be. Like, I can't say been been shorter.
0: But yeah, so far, it's good. Not probably not as good as season one, but still.
1: You need to, you need to be really interested in it and like a fan of it to enjoy it. I think if you're just like half and half and sort of watching it, but I'm like really, I really like, I really like season one. It captivated yep. me. So I'm like all in on season two at the moment. When
0: I knew when I knew I was talking to you, I caught up and I got to watch two episodes in a row.
1: Yeah, you need to be doing it in a row, I reckon. No, I reckon that's the hack. Just miss a week and catch up. Exactly. Watching
0: two in a row was way better than just watching one. I was like, oh, I actually get into this a bit more, especially because there's such short episodes. Like, by the time you sort of... 30 minutes. I'm into this, it ends. You're like,
1: oh. I was thinking, too, because um, it's pretty much the whole ninety percent of things filmed in the house, I'd love to go to that house, like, on set. <laughs> you know, like, they do, like, you know, people want what go to the Seinfeld house or... Yeah, like the, like everybody loves Raymond House. I'd love to go to the Servant House, just like a little tour.
0: Yeah, and the um, like the Breaking Bad house, and people go and kept throwing pizzas on the roof.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's just um, big fan of it. I like the set, it's sick. Yeah, it's a cool-looking house. So yeah, like we're just chipping away at that.
0: Yeah. Well, next time we talk, it'll be finished. So we'll be able to sort of give proper impressions on what the season, if it was worth it in the end.
1: Well, I'm, I'm recommending Seven because it's like you've got it. You just watch the first the first season; it's ridiculously good.
0: Yeah. So, is that is that your top recommendation for the week or?
1: No, 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 no. See, that's – no, no, it's not. I reckon. Um, I don't know. This is tough. I reckon news, news, of, news of the world. Hey, eh? I was impressed by
0: it. Yep. Yeah, that's my pick for this week. News of the world for sure.
1: Yeah. It's 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 slow going, but it was very good. Very good, Russell. Oh. I see Russell Crowe. Why do I keep? I reckon he looks like an older Russell Crowe, like a two thousand and twenty Russell Crowe. You know, he looks like he's put on a bit of weight. He's got like the three day grey, three day growth. That's what's catching me here. I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm sure Tom Hanks loves being compared to Russell Crowe.
1: Jeez, I wouldn't mind it. Russell Crowe is iconic, though.
0: Yeah, if you like people that throw telephones.
1: <laughs> or uh, gladiator.
0: Or are heavily involved with the South Sydney Rabbitohs.
1: Which, who have who have poached more Benji Marshall. That's a story for another day.
0: Yeah, that's that's got
1: to sting a little bit. No, I'm not impressed because he played well last night too in the All-Stars. <laughs> I to mean, have words with that front office.
0: Yep. Yeah, so like I said, news of the world for me.
1: Yeah, watch that. If, and if you've got time, watch The Dig. Yep. That's very good. Almost on par. Two Netflix originals that have just killed it. So.
0: Yeah, so that's that's about it. Thank you everyone for listening to the commentary booth. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, if you've been following me, I have a new social media account now. We have I'm available on Jamie Apps Media as my main one for the umbrella that covers this show, the commentary booth, as well as my magazine that I've just f- on Friday just put out the launch, everyone knows what it is now, it's no secret. It is at Pario magazine. We're all about creative people over there. That's gonna be available around the Illawarra, Southern Highlands, Shoalhaven area. I'm hoping for the first week of March, but it'll depend on how the printer goes. Hopefully he can turn it around quickly for me.
1: COVID strikes again, I bet. Oh, it looks exciting.
0: There's a lot of work, but it's all up and great time to try and launch a new magazine. I
1: definitely want consistent coffees on the, cof- uh, consistent copies on the coffee table for myself.
0: Got to love when, um, Facebook decides that you can't put news on our platform anymore right as you're launching a new magazine. Like, thanks guys.
1: Some of, some of the pages they've taken down This just bonkers.
0: Oh, yeah. Like thankfully both of my, my feeds have survived for now. Touch wood. Um. I
1: think Batuta survived somehow, didn't they? No.
0: They got they got done,
1: yeah. Oh, I heard they did. I was like, how? Because that was the first that was the first thing.
0: Yeah, Batuta got done. The shovel got done. The Professional Darts Corporation got done.
1: <laughs> Some doozies like SES and like proper like alert pages.
0: The Bureau of Meteorology. Um,
1: I think they're working. It looks like, from what I've seen, the government's been working with Facebook, and you know? it's look like it's slowly coming good. So we'll get out of it. Not that I have Facebook these days. Yeah.
0: The, uh, Sydney Wrestling Company got like Pro Wrestling Australia that theirs got wiped out. M- Melbourne City Wrestling got wiped out. It's literally like, have you posted a link that has a .au in it recently, or do you constantly post .au links? It's got to
1: yeah. it's got to be how they've done or something. Yeah, yeah, like it's yeah.
0: If you've posted .au links, they've just gone you're out. And then I, I'm assuming they're gonna slowly like scale that back and be like oh, wait, prowrestlingaustralia.com.au has zero news on it. It's literally just Mm. videos hyping up the next show. Like, it's no different to an event or music page.
1: Websites do exist. I know for smaller corporations and whatnot, it's easier for Facebook. But, yeah, the big dogs, they're they're loving it. They're like, hey, do you know we have a website? (laughs) Come here and subscribe.
0: Yeah, that's the problem. Like, it's, it's been good for the... The big dogs survive, but like the smaller publications just get screwed because Facebook might have been where they had their largest audience. Like,
1: yeah, but from what I've seen, it looks like it's going to come out the other side, all right? Yeah,
0: thankfully for me, Instagram is my biggest one. Heaps of people that I've seen have shifted over there this week.
1: Since um, since getting rid of my Facebook and Instagram, I've just chipped in Twitter and I've just, I'm here to stay.
0: Alrighty. So yeah, you can follow me on social media at Jamie Ups Media at Pario Magazine. You can follow Blake over on Twitter at Captain Crumbs with a Z. Happy days. The Commentary Booth is a fan-funded production of Jamie Ups Media. You can support the podcast alongside our new magazine, Pario Magazine, on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Jamie Media. The following people have supported at the publisher level or higher and you cannot fathom how incredibly appreciative we are for their support. Brian and June Hart, Courtney Paulson, Tracy Apt.